0: You are now tuned to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man, DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. <laughs>
1: Ain't no, so ain't no stopping us, ain't no toppin' us. They be watching us, we so
0: prosperous. Ain't stopping us, ain't no toppin' us. They be watching us, we so
2: prosperous. Oh, you didn't know? You oughta better call somebody.
0: Indeed, tell a friend to tell a friend that we're live on the airwaves right now. Once again, it is your man DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. I have a live action-packed show for you guys tonight. We are about to get some controversy started in the next 10 minutes or so because I got my man, Mr. KOA, and also Top Boy, the two-headed monster of We Need to Talk podcast in studio. We're going to talk about some relationship stuff, how they got into the podcast, and a whole bunch more. We also got to get into some stories that involve Nicki Minaj. We got some stories that involve a whole host of other people as well but before we get to that you guys already know how i do at the opening of the show man i got some stuff to get off of my chest so that being said i think it's right that it's time to let that that is breathe
2: let this, bitch breathe. Let this bitch breathe. Breathe. breathe
0: indeed indeed so a lot of people have been kind of, you know, post up on social media this week in relation to Drake and because of the fact that it is the six-year anniversary of the release of Take Care. Now, a lot of people say that this is his best album. A lot of people say it's their favorite album of Drake. Um, but there's a lot of good reason to that. I mean, he had a lot of hits that coming off of that. People were thinking he's going to come off of that sophomore slump. But I think he proved most of people wrong by putting out a solid project nonetheless. Now, me personally, if I had to choose a favorite between... Any of his four or five albums, if you count More Life as an album as well. I would say probably Nothing Was the Same for Me was probably his best album just because it was the most concise album. He broke it down to 13 tracks. He didn't go over the bar like he normally does. He didn't have too many features on there, and he kind of went straight to the point with it. There wasn't really too much filler. Now, I'm, at, I'm bringing up all of this because I'm asking the question, will Drake ever put out a classic, or has he already done it? Me, personally, I don't think he has done it yet. I'm not sure if he will, but I feel like there have been a couple of albums that should have at least been his magnum opus. So one of them should have been Thank Me Later, his his debut album, because he was coming off of the success of So Far Gone. And I would say when that album came out, it almost sounded like it was kind of rushed because he had done that album maybe six months after getting his record deal with uh, Universal Republic slash Cash Money, basically. So I feel like that album was the amalgamation of let's get this artist to collaborate with him let's get this artist to collaborate with them there wasn't really much of a centered focus on the album it was just a bunch of hits basically which there's nothing wrong with in terms of the commercial aspects of it but conceptually not really one of the strongest projects that i've heard in general but it was still a solid debut nonetheless take care leaps and bounds better than than i would say um thank me later but nonetheless i don't think that was a classic album it was definitely an enjoyable one but I feel like the only the only flaw I would give that album is that there was a little too much. Like there's a few songs that you could have trimmed up out of there. Uh, a few songs could have been could have been like bonus records, and there's even a few songs that were bonus cuts whether you got on iTunes or another source that could have made the final cut of the album in my opinion. Like I felt like uh, what was that one record he had? It was. Um Club Paradise, that record should have been on the album in my opinion, because that was one of the most thought-provoking records he's ever put out in general, and I felt like that is a type of... that had the type of layers that you would need on an album to get more close and in-depth with the artists that you're listening to, but I felt like he kind of jumped the gun by not putting that on the on the album. Even Hate uh, hey Sleeping Alone, that should have been on the final cut of the album too, in my opinion. I would say one of the records that I would have cut out of there would have been... Um, uh, what was the name of the record? It was the uh it was the cash money remake of juvenile's record. Um the the back the, the back that ass up remix. I can't remember what it's called, yeah. but I felt like that should have been cut out of there. But it was a fun record, but I didn't really need to hear it. Um I, didn't I, I really it. didn't. I really I, I, did it. Not I didn't. On, not on not the final cut. I didn't really need to hear it, man. But nonetheless, I felt like Take Care was was an enjoyable project, basically. It was an enjoyable project, and I feel like that was also, the low key coming out party of Kendrick Lamar as well, when we remember him on the interlude for uh, Marvin's Room as well. Um, but nonetheless, if we keep going through the discography, I felt like another album that should have been his magnum opus, if any, was um, Views. Views should have been that album where we say, okay, Drake was on his A game, he held nothing back, he gave us his all, but it felt like everything else that he's kind of done up until this point thus far. Talking about women, women that he should have kept around, name-dropping women, how money and success changed things. The only thing that changed on this record was the beats that he did. So not so much more 40 production, more so trading it in for more Caribbean and and Afro vibes to it. Which, sure, I get it, you're diversifying your soundscape, but as far as the content on there, it's nothing that we haven't already heard before. So I feel like when it comes to Drake, I feel like, going forward i don't know if it's right for me to expect a classic hip-hop record from him i don't think he's really in that realm i just think he wants to be an eclectic artist who wants to give people what he knows they're gonna digest over time because he has a formula right now and if it ain't broke don't fix it i get it from a business standpoint but just from a creative standpoint i feel like he could offer more because if we remember this is the guy back in 2008 2009 where he was literally changing the landscape of hip-hop like he Basically made it cool not to have to be a gangster rapper or not to be a trapper for this current decade. Now, I credit that to Kanye, you know, going forward and what have you. But as far as this current decade of rappers, he's probably the head of the class, I would say. And then you have your Wallace and your J. Coles and so on and so forth and what have you. He got everybody singing on their records as well when So Far Gone came out. Not a whole lot of people were doing that ever since... Ja Rule Gate basically. Like, people were kind of afraid to vocalize on the records and what have you before, you know, getting eaten alive by 50. But then, ironically enough, he started doing it on his records too. But What I want to see from Drake going forward is the Drake that we saw in 2009. Not stylistically-wise, because obviously you're going to be different from when you first started out. But I just want to see the person who's not afraid to take chances. Someone who's not afraid to take risks. Someone who's willing to push the envelope or just tear it up altogether. Not somebody who's kind of like coasting along nicely or just straddling the fence because it's a safe haven. And they know that they're going to be A-OK if things are to fall apart. I feel like at this point in time, he's built up so much cachet that... He can take the risk, and he may not sell as much, but he'll still sell. I'm not saying he's at the level of a Jay-Z where he can just put out a 444 album. He may have to wait a little bit, a little bit longer for that, but I would say don't be afraid to take those chances. Be you know, young and naive you know, to a certain extent and put out something that people are going to be talking about because I felt like with more life, I felt like that was more situational. That had more of like a summertime vibe to it, basically. So it's only for the temporary. I don't want a band-aid. I don't want a cast. That's why I feel like an artist like Kendrick Lamar, for example, has a lot of staying power. And I wouldn't even take it out of the realm of possibility to put him in that all-time debate because he's been in the game since oh eight, oh nine. So we're talking eight or nine years at this point now, and has put out four albums that aren't that aren't even okay. Like the they're at least good. And like that's very hard to come by in hip hop, especially. I felt like Kanye was the last artist to have that first three album ride where there are either classic or close to that, Kendrick's on his fourth album, and we're still debating on whether or not it's a classic at this point, basically. So I feel like he is somebody who is not afraid to innovate, because if you listen to every single album of his, they don't sound the same. And I feel like Drake kind of needs to adopt that as well, if we really want to put him in the pantheon of greatest hip-hop artists of all time. Because commercially-wise, he's done what very few hip-hop artists have done, and and I commend him for that. But critically speaking, he hasn't really pushed that envelope. Now... Ghostwriting aside, like I, I could care less about that. Like if if he has a ghostwriter for certain records, fine, cool, whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm just talking about the encompassing package as a whole. So I feel like Drake, the visionary that he that he is or that he has shown to be himself, I think that needs to come out again so that he could prove to the hip hop culture, not just the pop culture, because pop culture, he's good in that realm. But he just needs to prove to the hip hop culture that he's here to stay and that he has a legacy that's gonna be looked at year for years and years to come. That's just my opinion on the matter, um, but overall, Take Care was a good milestone for his career, and I think he, he tried to capture the essence of what he did in so far gone. Um, didn't quite catch it, but it was a good effort on his part to kind of remind fans that he still has that left, but we need to see more of that in my opinion. But what do you guys think? Do you guys think that Take Care is a classic record? Is it his best record? Is it a memorable memorable one at all? Uh, hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio to share your thoughts. Coming up after commercial break, man, I got the We Need to Talk podcast live in studio. We're going to talk relationships. We're going to talk controversy. We're going to talk about all that good stuff. But before we do, we got some music to get to. And this re- record right here comes from my man, Big Crit. Off of his latest album, Forever, is a mighty long time. Probably second or third best album of the year so far. Uh, This record is called Mixed Messages, and it's only on Cool Radio. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Once again, you're tuned into Cool Radio with your host, DM Cool. And as promised, I do have my special guest of the evening. Now, these guys have made a big on the podcast scene with their new – well, not new, but their – Latest podcast entitled We Need to Talk And there may be more That may come out of that Depending on what happens But right now The people are vibing off of it It's probably one of the most popular podcast in general regardless of what the topic may be they have people gauging in every week they have people feeding for it every week and people getting mad whenever they don't post one each week (laughs) and these two individuals are the creative heads of we need to talk podcast and they're also the hosts and creators and founders of it ladies and gentlemen this man is no stranger to my show he goes by the name of mr koa that is king of arts and the newcomer to cool radio he goes by the name of top boy gentlemen welcome to the show Definitely, definitely. Now, gentlemen, if you want to bring the mic a little bit closer, that way they can hear your your strong, you know, black voices and what have you. There you go. There we go. All right. I see the meter rolling up now. Okay, there we go. So, gentlemen, I'm sure a lot of people are very aware of, like, how you guys got the show started and what have you. So, I want to kind of swing the interview in a different direction. So, the first question I'm going to ask you guys is, uh, basically, the terms, you know, gurus, experts. Those terms are always thrown around Mm -hmm. and the content creation generation, basically. So, in regards to you guys, because you guys talk about relationships and what have you, would you guys consider yourselves relationship experts or people who just have relationship experiences?
1: Um, (laughs) As he casually (laughs)
0: passes it to Zambora.
1: Slip that over, huh? I would would honestly say that I'm probably a... uh, I just have a lot of relationship experience. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've spent... I've had... I've been in... I would say five relationships, if I'm forgetting one. Sorry, whoever it was that I dated, yeah. I just don't remember this You know who you are. <laughs> but, no, it's the truth. Like, I can't say that I'm an expert because this is the relationship world, right? Mm. Everyone has a different type of relationship. Things are different. But because right. I've had so much experience, mm-hmm. I feel like I can give advice from the male perspective. Right. right. And I'm also, you know, a good listener. So I always mm-hmm. listen to women, their perspectives, too, and try to see both sides of things. Um, but you know, I've been in a lot of situations, so it's fun to talk. Right, about when,
2: situations.
3: What's the UKOA for me? I, I don't know shit. Oh, stop this! I don't. I can't say I'm a guru. I can't say I'm an expert. I don't know shit. I just say, I literally, if you guys listen to my podcast, yeah. our podcast, um every episode. I have a story. Yes. I haven't. Oh, you got stories. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. But to say I'm an expert, no, like, I just, I've just lived a lot of shit in almost probably every situation, every scenario I can think of. Yeah. I've been through. Right. So I I don't think I'm an expert. I just think I, I think I know a lot because I've done a lot. So I think I just have experienced too much Mm -hmm. to the point that I'm like, oh, okay, that's not new. Oh, okay, that's not new. Like, it's more just like, I just, I've gained so much experience from, situations I've been in right. that talking about it has just become second nature. Yeah. Like now it's like okay I got an, actually I got a message uh I can we can talk about it later I got a sure. message um from somebody asking for advice. Okay. And as a result like that's been happening since my Way talk channel people hit me up for advice but mm-hmm. I don't think people are asking me for advice because they think I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. But I think people come to me for advice or Opinions because I don't hold back. Right. I think that's all it really is. Right. Like, I think people know that after talking to Ryan, talking to Mr. KOA or whatever, mm-hmm. that he's not going to bullshit you. Right. Whether it's what you want to hear or not, yeah. you know you're going to get the right answer. You're going to get an honest answer. Right, you right. Know? So, I think I'm an honest guy. All right, the guy. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're definitely honest. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. You know, as per the conversation you guys are having before we got on the air, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we won't get into that. Though, <laughs> now, um, next question that I have for you guys is because you guys already have like so many interesting topics or stories, mm-hmm. as you would call, like on your on your show, what have you. Do you guys ever feel the pressure to like make the next episode better than the previous one?
1: Honestly, you know, no, how you think about no. Okay. I, I've never, I've never thought about that once. No. You're okay. Probably the first person that's ever asked this question. And Ryan and I were just talking about this week. I was saying how we will never run into a situation where we don't know what to talk about for an episode, right? Because. Our whole thing is based on relationships. Yes. And literally every single person on the face of this earth has something to say about the relationship world. Right. right? And I never have to think about, man, like we're going to make it better than last week. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
3: Just don't. Mm hmm. It just doesn't have to happen. Yeah. Like you, like you said, to be honest, like I, I've never. Thanks. I know, right? Shout out to Metro Links. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. To be honest, I, I've never. Um enter the podcast like oh shit like we gotta make something better than the last Mm -hmm. i think i'm excited to go into them i i go into each week i'm like yo i can't wait to talk right like i make a post now like every tuesday we make a post um to let people ask questions and stuff yeah and we're getting like 30 comments every week like yeah i've contributed to that (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's so dope that at the point where like we can't get to enough questions right you know what i'm saying like we can go through maybe three questions that's two hours yeah you know what i'm saying like we one question we open up and then it expands into something else, expands into something bigger. Right. And I'm like, Oh shit, that's two hours and we'd even get to all the questions. So it's like I, I never feel the pressure of like mm-hmm. we gotta make the next one better. I, I'm more looking forward to I wanna I wanna answer everything. Exactly. I just I'm like oh shit we can't Okay, next week. Yeah, next week, week so like, yeah. I'm more excited, <laughs> You know what I mean? So yeah. it it doesn't feel like it's pressure that I feel like people are generally engaged on our podcast. Yeah. To the point that like they if they if they would sit for five hours, I feel like they would. Yeah. I really think they would. If like Truthfully, yeah, we could talk for five hours. I mm-hmm. I really think people would be like, okay, cool, I'm still here. Yeah, you know what I mean, I believe it for sure. Yeah, we won't you... do that though. Yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you yeah. guys are
0: delivering food for thought, food for thought at the end of the day, and people mm-hmm. are hungry for that. So right. why not? And what I find about your guys' shows that it's very entertaining, it's very engaging as well. Like anytime I have somewhere to go or I got stuff to do around the house, whatever, I'm like, okay, what podcast have I not taken in this week? Did I take in the last WNTT podcast the other week? No, I didn't. Okay, cool. First on the playlist, boom, right? Because you guys always have entertaining, engaging stories to get to. And sometimes the most realistic stories can be the most entertaining as well because mm-hmm. of the fact that you may know someone that's, that's been through it before and what have you. Now, with that being said, before you guys even started the show, were there any particular podcasts that, or shows that you were listening to in the past that you kind of want to engage and influence from to kind of try and infuse it into your show? Um,
1: yeah, Uh That's also another question I've never been asked about the podcast. To Mm -hmm. be honest, because of our topic, I wouldn't say that there was another podcast I was listening to at the time that gave me some type of, you know, reference point. Yeah. But I I was listening to things like Brilliant Idiots or the Bodega Boys. Right. Um, I listened to a bit of the Read. Those are really the three that I was listening to the most. Mm -hmm. And if anything, the only thing that I've taken from another podcast that we used that we probably don't even realize we do was the uh in the Brilliant Indians podcast. Right. Like Charlamagne says all the time, mm-hmm. he's just like Yo, we don't know shit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, and he really says it so that you can't blame them for the reckless shit that they. Say. Right, right, because right, they get but, reckless. <laughs> but, it, but it's true. We yeah, do the yeah. same thing. Like we, we tell you how it is, how we feel it is, mm-hmm. and we're unapologetic about it. Right. Like, sometimes we see some real, like, some real shit that people agree with. Yeah. Some weeks I see some real flagrant
3: shit that yeah. I want to take my head off for. Same thing with Ryan. <laughs> right, so, right, right. It is what it is.
0: <laughs> right, right. You feel the same way.
3: Uh yeah like I mean the, the same podcast you listen to I listen to like I, I I do Joe Budden's podcast uh, mm-hmm. Brilliant Idiots I love mm-hmm. um I recently got into uh Lip 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 Service, service Angelique right Angela e, like, yeah I think I just like that one just to hear a girls perspective yeah 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 I, I feel like actually I feel like that podcast is like the, the reverse the, of ours right right in right in a way lip like is pretty good. yeah it like is, I, yeah. I feel like Lip Service is like the girl version of ours. Like we yeah. have a few chicks talking about the same shit we kinda talk about. Yeah, it's like tea before, time for them Yeah, basically. but from yeah. a girl's perspective, like right, hey, you know, how they suck guys' dick and how yeah, they yeah. We talk about other shit. So it's exactly. like I kind of enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. Um I don't think I've ever wanted to take anything though. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I've ever listened to podcasts and be like, we should do that. Like mm-hmm. I was talking to this more all the time. Like people say like people podcasts we listen to are like we can identify when someone's copied something, yeah. Because we listen to so many other podcasts, are like, "Yo, that's from that podcast." Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. From, like, I don't think anyone can listen to our podcast and be like, "Oh, these guys are doing what no one else is doing." That, right? You know what I'm saying, and even our structure, like, people are engaged on Instagram every week, and like we're mm-hmm. touch points and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to. Right. I don't, don't want to take anything. From I want it's, a, it's our own, it's our own thing. It's right. Like, I want, I want people to feel like they're just ch- kicking it with, us, kicking, kicking it with us each week. You know. Exactly. Exactly. So,
0: yeah, I wish Kobe Bryant could say the same thing, but hey, anyways.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, Top Boy, I want to I wanna talk to you for a second now, man. So okay. just le- listening to the podcast what I have you, uh, I kind of understand that you have a martial arts background, basically. Yeah, yeah. So you've partaken in kickboxing, boxing currently right now, what yeah. have you. And one of the core principles of martial arts is discipline. Mm. Have you ever taken those teachings from martial arts and kind of applied them into your past relationships?
1: Ooh. Um, yeah, I would say so. Because okay. look, I'll be honest, when I started doing, uh, I started doing martial arts when I moved to Canada. Okay. So my, my mom put me in it because I didn't know anyone here, mm-hmm. and I did it for about seven years, and for two years, I didn't, I didn't do any foreign martial arts. Right. In those two years, I was the most undisciplined I've ever been. Right. Like I was <laughs> fucking around, I was, I was just reckless. Because yeah. right? I used to live by like a regiment, and I was right. like, oh, I'm free now, I can do whatever yep. I want. Exactly. Um, out yeah. here, like
0: young Vegeta. Seriously, <laughs> I, that's
1: how I was moving. And then, and then I got got back into it. And a lot of the times that I've been in relationships, and you know, a lot of parts of my life, mm-hmm. uh, I've been doing some form of martial art. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, the only thing that I take from you know something like kickboxing or boxing yeah. is uh, try to be a little bit patient. You know when I'm when I'm talking to my girl or whatever's going on because sometimes you know your immediate reaction is you want to pop off. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then for hold the fireball. Hold (laughs) But for for me, I'm just like, all right, let me let me dial it back a bit. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Let me try and understand your point of view. These types of things. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you need to do you know martial arts in order to be that way. Of course. But it's just been ingrained in me from a young age to be tolerant of people like respect them, give them their time, yeah. that I bring it into relationships too. So right. that's how I really move. Yeah.
0: All right, fair enough. Now, Kay, I'm going to go to you now. Um, You have been, you've never been one to shy away about, you know, announcing who you're dating, you know, whether through it's like social media or what yeah, have you. Yeah, yeah. And for some people, whether it be uh, men or women, they may find that to be a deterrence. Mm-hmm. Like they may not want to have their stuff broadcasted and what have you. Yeah. So when, you know, you're talking to a woman for the first time and like you're, Things are looking on the up and up, and you you might hitch it off with this person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do they ever feel, like, have you ever been in a position where they may have felt apprehensive about having, you know, their intimacy with you being put on a public display like social media?
3: Never. Never, okay. Like, are you asking if is ever, anyone ever been, like, not want to be posted kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, well, I've never, I'll never, I think I'm, I'll never post anybody mm-hmm. until I feel like, they would even want that, right? And to be honest, like I don't post for me. Mm-hmm. Like I've said this before, like I'm mm-hmm. not posting chicks for me. Right. It's not right. for me. I don't yeah. like if it's to me. Like I don't, I don't. I post because I know it's typically I know that she. I'm proud of the person I'm with. Right. And right. And I know it makes them happy. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't need to post mm-hmm. a, my girlfriend or whoever it is, but I have no problem doing it mm-hmm. because one. Everyone knows if you post, it gets rid of all the fucking hoes. It does. It does. So and at, that's, that's <laughs> it's like broad act, repellent. <laughs> you know, but, but that's actually a necessary thing sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah, Not even as like a, not even as like a like a validation kind yeah, of like, thing. Or no, or whatever, yeah, like no, it's more just like like. If, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm
1: kissing my teeth because we're sitting here saying you know like when you post it gets rid of all the hoes.
3: We know how these hoes Oh, Yeah, go <laughs> yeah they, they know. Like, they but they're, they're not know. as brazen. Yeah, they're not as they're not as. course <laughs> well, know, Discourse, do, discourse. Actually, you know, what they will do, what they will do, they'll, well, they'll well. like the photos. Oh yeah, yeah, so, they like, will. So yeah. yeah. What they do is they go to your profile
1: and they like everything single photo,
2: mm-hmm. except the ones of the girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> a, just the photos of you. <laughs> I see you, and then
1: you're like, yo, I see
2: you. Yeah. I know what you're doing. Yeah. Like- yeah, so
0: you but, know what I'm not gonna lie like it's petty but like I used to be petty, petty like that back in the day not when it's so, like people dating people or whatever yeah. but you know the girls who just like post like for their own vanity sake yeah, whatever yeah, like yeah. every yeah. picture is a selfie and they have a little, one random picture might be like a food picture or something yeah. just completely random that isn't them right. I will like those but not any of the selfie pics <laughs> yeah. that's how oh, petty I used he's to just, be oh, he's, <laughs> <interesting>. he's,
2: <laughs> yeah. he's he's not like those seven he's not
3: like he's not slick I see the whole play he like my I, he liked my dog. So yeah.
0: he's a real one. <laughs> and the joke is yo, know, I had a couple girls call me off and say, how come you ain't never liked myself? I'm like, I, I just like things that aren't about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. But um let's keep it going though. Yeah. So based on this exchange and what have you and what I've heard in the podcast and all that stuff. Ryan, I feel like you're more like the the fiery type. You're like all guns blazing, like zero to one hundred, basically. Whereas Zamor, I feel like you have like the Zen like approach for the most part. Yeah. So um, when that when you have that yin and yang balance happening, like does that create for a more proportioned uh, dynamic
3: for the show? I, yeah, I, I think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I even when I like when I had the idea of starting the podcast, I was like, okay, I. I initially was gonna do it my, by myself, right? But I'm like, I can't do this by myself because I'm, I'm just me, and I know, yeah. I, I know I have my biases. Like mm-hmm. I know I have, there's gonna be some things people get at me, about. like even on my channel, like I'll say some, some things that people don't agree with. But yeah, it's only me. Like it's like who are you can argue with. Exactly. You know what I'm um. So when uh, I approached him more about it and he was interested in doing it, mm-hmm. I was like, it's perfect because I actually want someone that's like. Could check me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. I say some shit, and and sometimes I get away with it. And, yeah, and vice versa. You know what I mean? So, but I I wanted to have someone that's like, yo, like actually, nah, like yeah, like scratch. You know yeah, I mean, like, why <laughs> you need you need that for an for actual discussion? Exactly for an educated discussion. Right, right. I'm not always gonna be right, and he's not always gonna be right, and vice versa. And exactly. I approach things in a very different way, like he's discussed before that he's an emotional being. Right. Like, just, he's, he, I don't believe in, in horoscopes, but he says he's a Pisces and emotional. Body. Sure. I don't, be, I don't
1: believe in uh, the bullshit. But he brings up that he's but a Pisces
3: am, and says Pisces. he's emotional. Sure, sure. Why I, on that? the other hand, I'm not emotional in that sense. I'm very rational. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes too rational to right. the point that I've been told I'm heartless or I've been told I'm, you know, I don't care about anything, Like, which, right. which isn't the case. It's just yeah. I approach him differently. Right. So I think working with him is perfect because it's like, there are some things where I'm just like, it's this or that, it's this or that. And he's like, actually it's this or that or yeah. this you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. he has that other perspective that i don't always see by myself so. right 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 and I, so
0: what do you say to that
3: i agree because <laughs> i mean people will tell people who listen to the show say the same
1: thing right mm-hmm. mean, they see me in public they're like oh like you're you you're like how you are on the show like you're yeah. calm right and they yeah. say the same thing about ryan but when they meet ryan they also know that he's not always fiery right yeah. but it just plays it plays into the balance of everything like Right. He, It just works. And it's funny because we've known each other for we've really known each other Mm -hmm. now for just under a year. Right. But our history goes back easily like fourteen years at this point. Right, right.
0: right. So we're talking what like high school, I guess? Or for high
1: school. Like Garthwood, like like, elementary. Okay. We're basically in and around the same circles. Twenty years. Twenty years. Damn. Shit. Damn, like, it was a long time. Wait, yeah, yeah. time flies. Yeah. Jeez. I can't count, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we've, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've been in each other's lives for a long time, but we never really hung out that much. We didn't really know each other. Yeah. And then it just so happened that I hit him up, and then we started the podcast. Yeah, you are
0: basically we're just aware of each other's existence yeah. to a certain extent.
1: You know <laughs>
3: well, I moved around a lot. Yeah. So how long for you short without going too far into I. I went to Garthwood. He went to Garthwood, which is a great school. Okay. So I was about six or seven, but I moved so much. Like my parents weren't together, so I moved so many times. That I actually forgot I knew him. Right. So when I left that school, like there's some people I was still close with, like till this day that I'm still close with. Yeah. But I remembered him being around and like mm-hmm. one of the guys we played soccer with. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't put a face to it because I haven't right. seen him since he was a child. Sure, yeah. So when I moved and, and moved around, like he still was friends with some people in my circle. I just never ha- I haven't seen him yet. Yeah. So when we reconnected recently, I was like, I really thought he was a different person. Yeah. Like I thought he was I thought I was just meeting him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until <laughs> we brought it together, he's like, Oh, you know this person, you know this person. I'm like, yeah. How do you know these people? He's like I went to Garth with him, I'm like, that's you? Yeah. And, like, and it, it mind-fucked me, because I'm like, oh yeah. my, like, in my mind this whole time, I just saw a question mark on this kid. Yeah, yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I knew he was around, I just didn't know right. who it was, it happened to be him. Yeah. Unlocked character. Yeah, unlocked character, yeah. Unlocked yeah, character. Yeah, you know, a
0: few years after, you got the Michael B. Jordan dreads happening, like, yeah. you know, it's hard to put a face to it yeah. after that, right? <laughs> so yeah. So, that's yeah. what's up, man, that's what's up. So, uh, in the amalgamation of 2017, what's the most important lesson that each of you guys has learned from dating? this year so far a, I gotta, I got that you way. got that way you gotta take the bike all right all right
1: i'm ready, I'm Uh-oh. ready. Uh-oh. No, okay <laughs> what i have learned is to not settle just because you were comfortable with someone sure um, i think i know exactly what you're talking about yeah that's honestly what i learned because, okay uh i was in a situation where i was very comfortable with the person that i was with right um because they checked off, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the boxes that I wanted to be fit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, there were some things that I couldn't really deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I basically compromised for no real reason. Right? I was like, why am I doing this? And then um, it just clicks, And so now, I'm, now I'm a lot happier. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm in a good place. Um, I'm not... I'm not sad about some of the shit that I was going through. Sure. And once I made that decision, you know, not to compromise and not to settle mm-hmm. over things that I didn't really want to do, mm-hmm. I'm in a much better place. So that's probably the, that's, that's the lesson
3: of 2017 for me.
0: Sure. Right. What say you?
3: Uh, my lesson of 2017 um, probably came from the last situation I had. Which... <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Which, uh, if you guys listened to the last podcast, <laughs> that was like episode thirty-one, I think it was the one before. Um, I think yeah, one of those episodes. Uh, it was one where it was just you two on, on, yeah, on yeah, the show. Yeah, Ask the Volume Two. Yeah, oh, um, boy. but yeah, that that episode and that situation very rough, but uh, yeah. taught me um, probably my lesson of the year, which is um, not take it personal. Mm-hmm. So the reason I the reason I say that is like a lot of things happen to people, or a lot of things. A lot, a lot of people do things to people, mm-hmm. and they feel that you know, if things don't work out in a relationship or even someone they're just talking to, that like, they could have done something differently. Or like, it's, I, what if I could have caught this if I mm-hmm. didn't do this? Or if I, was, if I was more free or more available, yeah. then I could... It's not you. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Like Someone's going to do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. If people want to cheat, if people want to leave, if people want to... Whatever. They're going to do what they got to do. It has no, exactly. That has nothing to do with you. Exactly. And I th- I th- I've known that my whole life, because mm-hmm. that's just how I am as a person. But I never had to actually apply it right. until this last relationship, not relationship, this last yeah. interaction. Yeah, escapade. Um, <laughs> escapade, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go way for it. So that, that that situation really showed me that like, it has nothing to do with you. Like And and the biggest thing is because something doesn't work out the way you want to, mm-hmm. you can't let that change for the next person. Right. I, I can't say, well, this didn't work out this way, so now the next person I meet, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm, I right. can't change. Right. I got to I'm going to be this way, and the next person is going to take it or not take it. Right. And that's completely independent of my actions. Right. So that's that was my lesson of 2017.
0: All right, then. For perfect. Me. So, yeah. gentlemen, we're about to get into the games portion right now. This is where All things right. kind of get a little interesting. A we study. let the crowd, you know, get to, get a sense of your personality. They already have what we need to talk. But, you know, we want to see some stuff, you know, within your element within this portion of the game. So this one I like to call cool, cool or uncool, and it goes a little something like this. Yeah. So the track in the background is from a crew called Diggable Planets, and it's called Cool Like That. So we're going to use this as the backdrop of this game. So, Ryan, you're very familiar with this game, of course. So more, you're the first-time member of Cool Radio. So the game goes a little something like this. I'm going to throw out some rapid fire like topics and you guys give me your opinion on whether it's cool or uncool obviously you guys don't have to agree to it but i would also like to hear some some context as to why you think it's cool or uncool so on that note let's get it popping so the first one i have it's basically all dating this one right here um online dating cool or uncool Cool, cool cool okay uh blind dates cool or uncool
3: I've uh, never done that. I would like to. Same. same okay. Same, okay. Man. Okay. So
0: I'm cool. Okay. Yeah. What's uh, what, what's one thing that kind of has you curious about blind dates?
3: I am very visual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm am
3: I'm a, I'm a very I'm a very visual person. Okay. I'm I'm very shallow sometimes when it comes to looks. Okay. So I I want to know if I can really talk to someone for a long time, right. really like them, uh-huh. and then see them and not. Like not be super into them, okay. Physically, yeah. But still like them. Like I want to okay. know if I can really be like, yo, I fucking vibe with this chick. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's not a dime. Okay. But I like but the her. personality. Yeah, like I want to know if I can there. actually do that. Okay. I, you know, okay. When you talk to girls normally, like if you're not physically attracted, you typically don't even start. Right. Right. right so exactly. Why it
0: kind of talk to Right. Fair enough. I, I, I did okay okay for sure all right then so next one i got right here or actually more do you want to elaborate on that or
1: no honestly i would do a blind date because i think online dating yeah has an element of blind dating in okay right so you could you could be vibing with someone that you met online for a long period of time yeah it's it's really a blind date right
0: exactly because there's no instagram filters or anything like that like it's, it's See them facially see for the what feature. they are. And yeah.
1: not even be the same person, bro. True. catfish. I could be talking to Tiffany and I need to shut bro. <laughs> and that's when I need to leave. Right. You
3: never
1: know. Man. Right, right. Facts, man.
0: Uh, Speed dating. Cool or Cool. I've also never done that either. Okay. Who,
3: who's doing these? Who's, like, who's doing no stuff
0: with TV shows? Bro. Hey, it, it happens. happens. Yeah, I mean, like, I, would, I got invited to do it one time. I just forgot what the date was. I would do smooth. it. Would you do <laughs>
3: Yeah, man. I would do it.
0: Cool. <laughs> okay, then. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like talking to people for the long one night dance, cool or uncool? Wait, what? One night dance, cool or uncool?
2: Cool, baby! Cool, baby! Cool! Oh, oh man. I, I gotta
0: answer this? Of
2: course.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: answer that, bro. One
1: night dance. You think I brought you on the interview? It's uncool, but I've done it.
3: Oh. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! He <laughs> <Excuse> asked <laughs> me, is it is cool uncool? Is it uncool to do a, a one night's
1: night's said? dance? I'm not proud of myself, that's why it's uncool.
0: There is no judgment in here gentlemen. I'm, I'm not a liar. I'm not
2: walking with right you. <laughs> I killed you, you shut up. He
1: loves it. Yeah. Whoa, chill, All right, chill. No, I say love. I don't <laughs> love one night stands. Wow. Yeah, i go around like covering
0: some skeletons right now. Jeez. All right, all right. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get a little controversial now. Um, date, dating outside of your faith, cool or uncool?
3: Um, I'd be hypocritical because I'm not super faithful. Okay. Um, so I, think, I don't think I'll ever use that against somebody. Okay. So, um, that's, cool for me. that's cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's
0: cool for you. Okay. Um. <laughs> Dating a taller woman, cool up cool. Yo, that's t- <laughs> Taller than me? <laughs> I know. Because I I mean, you, right? you're like a good six foot three at like, minimum. <laughs> uh, like, I, I
3: dated a girl like two shorter than me, close. Okay. And I was I was cool with that. Yeah. Right? Like a Scarlett Diggins came up to you. Like so I'm, you'd be like, past I'm 6'3. Okay. She was 6'1, I was like, it's okay, cool. Yeah. I'm 6'2, 6'5? Yeah, that's six, so you say
0: no to Skylar Dickinson, basically. Candace Parker. I don't know. Uncle,
3: that, I'm cool,
1: uncle.
0: I'm cool. All right, fair I'm enough, cool fair enough.
1: Me,
2: but I've always wanted
0: to climb the tall limits, so, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, All Ooh. right, and final one, final one, man. Um, opposites attract. Cool or uncool? Yeah. Cool, yeah. I
1: was, you think so? It's, mm, how, when, it's tough because you want to, you, you know, you want to mix with someone that have everything in common. Yeah, but yeah. I found in my history when I vibe with someone that's completely opposite to me. Yeah. For whatever reason it makes me more intrigued to them cuz I'm like, why am I in? right? Why am I into you? We don't have any of the same things in common. Right. But I don't know. That's just me.
3: I would say it's cool. Fair
0: enough, fair enough. And
3: uh I I'd, I'd say it's cool to an extent. Okay. Like I feel like if it's if if it's too much opposite, yeah. like it's, I don't want to chill yeah, with. You. You gotta go. Yeah, you got to go. Cuz like <laughs> means, but if it's if it's just if it's opposite enough that it's just you just don't like similar things, but you still vibe? Yeah. That, that's dope to me. Okay. Like, we like different things, but we still vibe together? Okay. Cool. Like, I'm, I'm interested in learning new things, So,
0: either right, Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Now, time for the second game. Now, this one's a mainstay over here. Uh, this is one that Ryan was telling you about earlier, actually. This one is entitled, I'd Quit the Game.
2: Every second, every minute,
0: man, I swear that she can get it. Now... In this uh, alternate reality, okay. you are the eligible bachelors, all right? Yeah. So, as if that isn't regular right now, anyway. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, you guys are wheeling, dealing, kiss-stealing, jet-flying, limousine-riding, all that good stuff. Yeah. Woo! You already know, Flair Country. Yo, he actually had a new documentary come out this past week. Yeah, I didn't catch it this week, though. But I'm going to catch it, though. Uh, but nonetheless... Uh, there comes a time in every man and woman's life where they gotta quit the game so they gotta move into the white house with the white picket fence with the tire swing with the uh, Spun McKenzie looking dog <laughs> apple pie cooling on the windowsill so if you had to quit the game for one of these two ladies I've handpicked whew, who would you quit the game for? would you quit the game for Tessa Thompson or would you quit the game for Zoe Kravitz?
3: oh it's easy I'm a- who you got? Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, okay. For sure. I've okay. seen her in Creed. Oh, right? Tessa. Hit me up. I got the same you her hair. As, throw I got the same hair as
1: Michael B. Jordan right <laughs> now. It's all good. Like, don't worry, don't worry. I got you. And I'm not, you know, I'm not rich like him, but it's all good. <laughs> all right. yeah, I got, I got the personality. You. That's how I,
3: <laughs> I actually box? like, for real. <laughs> Tessa, hit me up. It's cool. I'm gonna go with Tessa. You wanna go with Tessa? I'm not trying to touch that Kravitz family right now. Oh shit. Listen.
0: I, it's it's very rare that you see, like, a mother and daughter duo, like, like uh, like like uh her and her mother, man. But, like, mm. I remember when I first saw Zoe Kravitz, man, I was like, oh, who is this woman? Mm. <laughs> I didn't even know she was related to the Kravitz family. Yeah, I was like, yo, that's that's her mom? Yeah. What? I don't want
3: to get involved in that. <laughs> right, listen, I'll take <laughs> She's the risk. Bad. She's bad. Oh, yo, yeah. She's bad. Yeah. 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 I'll take the risk, man. I'll, I'll, yo, you know
0: that's what? Yes, I will take the risk. I do not care. But nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, we do have We Need to Talk podcast in the building right now. That is Top Boy and Mr. K-O-A, and we have some more things to get you after the commercial break. But during the commercial break, we got some more music to play to, uh, play for you right now. This comes by way of my man Nathan Baia, and it's called Dreams, and it's only on Cool Radio. Yeah.
3: You're listening to Maximum FM Hip Hop.
0: Uh, Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. And as we have before, we have the cast of We Need to Talk Podcast in studio right now. That is Mr. KOA and Top Boy. Say what's up, gentlemen? What's up, what's up? Yeah, every time I think of Top Boy, I think of the show like literally like Top Boy, like Top Boy Duchesne and all that stuff.
3: Do you want to know how I got...
2: Where I, got the name from?
0: I think I heard you mention that Like someone on Instagram had that account already, and you tried to like uh, bargain with them. No, 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 okay, okay. <laughs> well, 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 take this. One, right? I actually
1: didn't tell her this, but okay. Basically, yes. Um, I'm from I'm from London, right? Like, I was, okay. I was born in England, lived there for like nine years before I moved to Canada. Okay. I lived in South London. And top boy is just it's a slang Slank, term, yeah. Right? It just means like you're the top you're, boy the crew, you're of the crew, yeah, head of the head of the crew, yeah. And it's often associated with like drugs and all drugs that, drugs and gang yeah. culture. So when you're the top boy, that's who the cops go after. Yeah. But I just like the name, so I'm like, I'm gonna call myself top boy. Right, right, right. Um, and I started watching the show, so my name was top boy before the show. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, this is dope. Yeah. And then I had to use top boy with a zero because mm-hmm. there's a guy out there that has like the full name. Okay. So literally last week. I hit this guy up again. I forgot that I hit him up like you're two, still hitting him up. <laughs> I, I forgot that I hit him up like two, three years ago. Yeah, right? and I said to him, "Yo, how much? How much for the name?" Yeah, right? <laughs> I literally said, "I'm like, how much for the name?" And no response. And my friend was just like, "Yo, say you'll slide him like two bills, right?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Give you two bills." This was before Drake announced. On his Instagram, the show is coming back. Yeah. The man's like, fam, I, it's a British dude. He's like, fam, yeah. I've been offered up to like 500 pounds, right? Five, oh. No, 5,000 pounds. Oh, shit. And I was like, he responded to you. So you so that's, like that's like 10 grand Canadian, that's like basically. 10 grand Canadian. And I was like, you know what? I can rock with the zero. It's fine. Like, I'll keep the zero because yeah. I'm not trying to spend five 5,000 pounds. Yeah, just for a name. Yeah. Following a week, Drake announces that the show is coming back, right? Yeah. The guy DMs me, and he's like, the price is $20,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, yo. He, he went out of his <laughs> way to DM me. And I'm hilarious. like, yo, I'm going to keep the zero. I'm going to keep the zero.
0: I thought that's why I'm not supporting. That's hilarious. Yo, yeah, Shout out to the real top yeah, boy to out finance, there. Yeah. For the he name. really was
1: shy out to us. He's because it's like some brown dude from, like, that lives in the country of <laughs> England. Yeah, cheese. yeah. i following him for a bit. I don't know. Know you see me and you're sort of liking all my photos. Yeah, just a cheese. Yeah, (laughs) cheese, cheese.
0: Yo, you straight trolling you, man. That's that's rough. But nonetheless, we're about to get into the segment called Trip Talk. So that's three topics, and we're going to dissect all of them, basically. So with that being said, let's get into the first topic. So uh, the film Get Out, which you know had rave reviews and it killed the box office. I think it did like $235 million, like thus far in the box office. Uh, it will be up for an, uh, a Golden Globe Award. However, it was placed in the comedy... Uh, section of, of the of the awards show, basically. So a lot of people have been speaking out against that because they see it as more of like a suspense thriller type of film. Yeah. And then even yeah. the director of the film, Jordan Peele, uh, spoke out on it and he basically said, you know, these are based on like certain life experiences, basically, course, yeah. and he what have you.
1: Saying it's a documentary. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, that's literally what.
0: He, that's literally what he said, basically. Yeah. So I look at the movie. And I'm thinking to myself, well, before I even watched the movie, I watched the trailer, of course, and I was confused because I didn't know if it was like a suspense film or if it's like like a satire, like spoof film, because they're doing certain things in the film, like one guy giving a dab and the other guy going for the high five. I'm like, that shit's hilarious! I'm, like, like what's going on? Yeah, I remember
1: watching the trailer for that movie yeah. in the theater, and of course, it was me and my ex at the time. The only my mi- it was like we were like the only minorities in this theater. Yeah. I saw the trailer, and I was I was dying. Yeah, I was laughing. <laughs> yeah. And, all the white people in the theater, like quite honestly, were uncomfortable. Of watching. course, they were like, "Am I supposed? to <laughs> Yeah, no, is, is this supposed to be a horror movie? I'm yeah. sitting there laughing. Like, when he does the dab, yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> like this is hilarious.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I know, but yeah, but yeah, Ryan, what's your reaction to that?
3: Um, it, I don't see it as a comedy, and I, I feel like they're doing that as an as an excuse to try and take take away the seriousness of it. Right, right. You know what I mean, like. Anytime we talk about race or talk about you know inequality, people mm-hmm. always get uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's like, that's even it's even it's even more slapping the faces. Like mm-hmm. we're talking about real issues. Yeah. In the in the fucking movie. Yeah. We're talking. We brought out a lot of current things that are happening right yeah. now. Stereotyping. Uh, pre- let's just pre- slap pre- profile, comedy on yeah. it. How is this funny? Like I, I, there's comedy in it. There's yeah. humor in it. But yeah, there's, there's he- elements There's in humor and comedy in actual horror movies. Right, right, right. But they still fall in the horror movie category. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like something that's so specific and so blatant yeah. about how our economy really is right now, i mm. us oh, just call it a comedy. It's not a joke. Right. Yeah. The interesting thing, too, is, like, I want to know...
1: Who it was the studio, right? Like what, yeah, it was what Universal people, who put it in. What there, a lot yeah. of people don't know is that it's not like people vote to decide. All right, this movie is going to go in the comedy category. Mm-hmm. It was the studio. Yeah. So every time a film gets made, the studio decides they submit it. They do. They're yeah. like, this is going to. We want to submit this film for the horror category or mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever they decide. Exactly. And they put and they put comedy, which is surprising because it's not like. Outside people voted on it. Yeah, Jordan Peele had worked with these people. Yeah, and they were like, "We're yeah. gonna submit this for comedy." Yeah, yeah. and Jordan like, Peele had
0: no say in the matter either. And like the crazy thing is, it's like the film itself. Like, there's elements, like you said, Ryan. There's elements of a little bit of everything all rolled in one. Mm-hmm. So it's a suspense thriller in its core, but you also have elements of satire, which the the comedy aspect lies in there as well. Right. But if you watch the movie and what have you, it's like. There's a lot of moments in the movie where, like, it's very bone chilling. It's, it's very, it's very, it gets you very frazzled in a sense yeah. because you're talking about, like, you're talking about mental health in in a, in a few aspects of the, of the of the movie. You're talking about racial profiling. You're talking about stereotyping. You're talking about like inequality and what have you. Yeah, real issues. But it's, it's peppered in uh, because of the the overall lying theme of the film itself. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't call this a full out comedy. It has elements of comedy, but I wouldn't call it a full out comedy. I would just for safeguards because it's within the umbrella. Of suspense thriller thriller, Put it in that category if that's the case Because I think even then if you do put it in that In that section It still has a chance of winning I'm not sure who else did a a suspense thriller movie this year But in it's core Despite all the comedy aspects Despite the racial aspects of it I feel like it should be a suspense thriller Because in it's essence Especially when you lead up to the third and final act of the film That's where the crescendo happens And that's where you get your suspense thriller Mm -hmm. feel to it So, yeah, I don't know. I think Universal dropped the ball. Like, I know, sure, it may have a better chance of winning, but, like, it discredits the art of it altogether. Like, would you listen to a Kendrick Lamar record, like, let's say, uh, Black of the Berry, Mm -hmm. and because it has, like, a guitar riff in it, would you call it the best rock song, or would you put it in that category? Obviously, you wouldn't, no. Like, would you put a Linkin Park song in the rap category because the vocalization is very hip-hop-esque? No, you'd probably put it in the rock category category because for the most part, its true essence is rock, right? So I feel like Universal and whomever was part of the whole submission committee should have done a better job in examining what their product was because they kind of dropped the ball in that.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. It'd be interesting to see, though, what happens. during Because I don't even know. Like, Mm -hmm. is it going to win. I can't, I can't remember what other good comedy movies came out this year. I right. I
0: think Girl's Trip was another one that came out, yeah. just in general, well, for be, as far as comedy. Pro-
3: it's like, it's, that would probably be it
1: though. Yeah, it's Get Out going to win. I think Get Out should win something this yeah. year. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It yeah. should win something, because the way you were talking about like, it had bone-chilling moments, yeah. I'll be honest with you, because we're both into videography, like, yeah. now when I watch movies or TV shows, I'm analyzing. Yeah, like, yeah. The way Jordan Peele showed what the sun can play? Yes. Thank you. Way. He emphasized that. Thank you. like, oh, crazy. Yo, this is, this is amazing. Like, yeah. Like yeah. It, right? like, yeah. I was like, yo, like, this is what it felt like, and he just put it on. Yeah. The- exactly. Yeah. So, they need. They need.
0: It needs to Yeah, and in that dramatic moment where you have Daniel Kaluuya just streaming tears while oh, he's yeah. in the sunken place, yeah. he almost felt like he was trying to get out mm. of the sunken place basically, and he couldn't. And because he couldn't, that's where the tears are streaming from because he was so scared he didn't know what to do. Yeah. So it's, it's like, all,
3: and it's all symbolism of now. Of it, us. Exactly. Yeah. We're stuck. And like,
0: like, and like, even when like I don't know if you've ever had like a, like a dream or a nightmare, nightmare where you can't move and like you're trying to move like in yeah. real life, but in your dream like you're still encapsulating. In your current state yeah. and then when you finally do move you're like oh, yeah. oh you know what I mean like you like you move as much as you can because you kind of Took for granted like the, the mobility that you had yeah, yeah. up until that moment in the dream sequence. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like moments like that, it's just little moments like that that really up the ante for for someone's like piece of art or yeah. craft and what have you. So yeah, like going just kind of wrapping it up, I feel like Universal made a big mistake by putting it in the in the comedy category because now you're devaluing the art of Jordan Peele, even though he comes from a comedy background. But nonetheless, this is not a comedy. Okay. Like you look at Anthony and Vince Russo, the Russo brothers, they directed the comedy of uh, Community. Mm-hmm. But then you watch a movie like Captain America: The Winter Soldier. That's not a comedy. That's yeah, that's, like a, that's like that's like an action spy thriller, basically. Yeah. So right. I don't know. They they need to do a better job of that. But we obviously know why they put him in that category. But nonetheless, <laughs> what know. do you? Yeah, we know. We know. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> wink, wink. But ladies and gentlemen, listening or watching at home, what do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter at dm underscore cool or cool underscore radio to share your thoughts. Uh, next topic on the deck, man. Ooh, I've yeah, I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute now, actually. So. There is a recording artist who goes by the name of Little Peep, and he recently died a couple days ago. Now, the reason or the cause of his death was due to an overdose on drugs. Now, I'll be the first to admit I've never listened to this guy before, never heard of him until the announcement of his death. Yeah. Now, what I want to know is now that he has passed due to, you know, this drug overdose, mind you, he was only 21, should this bring up the conversation of the overcommercialization of of drug culture Within hip hop As it is right now Cause I know for a fact That it's always been around Like it's yeah. been around Different genres It's nothing new But with this current Generation of hip hop As far as like The little Yachtys And the Rich Homie Kwans Like all these other guys Talking about Percocets And Zannies And all that stuff Should there be A more concise conversation About the recreational use Of these drugs And what they can do To your body Ryan I'll start with you
3: Um I I feel like there should be a conversation about that, regardless mm-hmm. um, of industry or whatever. But I also feel like you can't pick and choose mm-hmm. in terms of what they're going to discuss as importance, mm-hmm. because people rap about certain things. It like it comes out to things when parents say, "Oh, don't listen to rap because it's going to it's going to affect how you act." Sure. Which we all have they're subjective bra- we it's subjective mm-hmm. we all have brains and people rap about necessarily what they're in what they're doing their mm-hmm. lifestyle people rap about guns like mm-hmm. you're saying stop rapping about guns like if mm-hmm. i mean yes drug use is a serious issue yeah but talking about it and saying taking it seriously or taking it mm-hmm. recreationally like that's not gonna change shit right like people are people are gonna do what they're gonna do at the end of the right. day and it's it's up to you to determine what is and what shouldn't be applied from what you hear. Right. So if people are going to rap about <laughs> drugs, people are yeah. going to rap about guns, people are going to rap about sex. Like, how you interpret that stuff and what you continue to do in your life mm-hmm. has nothing to do with whether we discuss it. Right. Like, I mean, th- I don't think there's... You don't lose anything by discussing it. Right. But I don't think that's going to be the cure of future things like this happening. Like, that's just the economy we're living right now. So. Right,
0: right. Zamor, what do you say about that?
3: Uh... Yeah, a lot of the same points so I agree with, Ryan. It's
1: it's interesting because it, it's funny when you realize how some people take the lyrics to heart, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, this little peep guy, I, I've never listened to him. Mm-hmm. i I never heard a song by him. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did, and I didn't know it was him. Right. But he obviously might have listened to music in the past that was overemphasizing drug culture and he Mm -hmm. really took it to heart Mm -hmm. there are times when i'm out and i'm listening to future or the best example i can think of for the past year was uh was uzi right Mm -hmm. for EXO tour life yeah and i'm but like i'm vibing to this song Mm -hmm. and then there are times when i'm vibing to i'm like yo this dude is mad depressed yeah he's like he's basically telling us Mm -hmm. about like some shit that he was going through yeah right and I'm able to listen to it and be like, oh, man, this guy's talking about some, like, real sad shit. Yeah, yeah. Whereas some people, they'll listen to it and ignore all those parts and just mm-hmm. listen to, you know, the, the drug part of it. Yeah, yeah. So, like Ryan said, people are going to take things, like, it doesn't matter if more people come out and speak against it. They're right. gonna They're going to indulge on in what they like. Right. My only issue is that, you know, I do like the fact that there are some artists who are coming out now saying, yeah, like, I I don't like the way some of this stuff is going about. Wiz Khalifa yeah. just came out and said it. He said that he was at ComplexCon, and he saw a bunch of people walking around with double cups. Yeah. Right? And he was just like, yo, lean culture isn't really that cool because when you know what lean does to you, yeah, it, it fucks you up. It right? does, yeah. It really messes you up. So it's good to hear people talk about it, but at the end of the day, people are going to make the, their own choices. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair to be like, yo, this artist is doing blah, 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 blah. Like. Mm-hmm you can only do so much and it's on that person at right. that point. Right. Yeah.
0: And you know, and you know, like you guys do have a point where like people are gonna do what they want to do regardless. Um, I guess where I'm coming from it is I feel like because artists like they have the power to dictate certain aspects of culture and what have you, I think they need to be cognizant of like their influence, and what have you. And not to say don't ever wrap up that stuff again. That's your choice as an artist. You have the the creative freedom, but just know that these could be the consequences of what happens if you talk about certain things like ad nauseum, basically. And what I'm curious to know, and this is more of a rhetorical question, let's say if, and knock on wood, of course, but let's say this is Lil Wayne who died, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or if this is Eminem who died, like two rappers who are probably in like the all-time pantheon of rap yeah. and people who have had drug history, basically. Like Lil Wayne has had like two seizures based on sleep apnea yeah. and, and the lean drink, whereas Eminem has been openly candid about his his addiction to prescription pills and what have mm-hmm. you. If these guys had died from it and not little Peep, would there be a bigger conversation happening, or what have you? Would people take this this issue more seriously? And another thing that I have an issue with is just that, even though this fatality has now taken place, this wasn't the first one. Obviously, if we go back in the yeah. record books, we look at uh, DJ Screw from Swisher House. He died because of the of the sleep apnea mixed with the lean. Yeah. So the Pimp C, uh, we 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 uh, know about ODB. He died of a drug overdose as well. So I feel like just like the the over commercialization of the drug culture, it's gotten to a point where we now need to be cognizant of it and we now need to say hey okay i get it we, we're in this drug culture we, we like to rap about zannies whatever we're not the first group to do it rock and roll has been doing it for god knows how long yeah. but at the same time it's like let's keep in mind that we got like 15 60 year old kids who are listening to music and may go out of the way to do it now that we the cool people are dictating the trends and what have you so i think that aspect kind of needs to be put into perspective you as know, well
1: you know what though like what I think it really boils down to is mm-hmm. the fact that it, it's lazy. Right? Yeah. Like I think it's lazy writing, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, like I'll be the first one to say, a lot of the time nowadays when I listen to music, mm-hmm. the first thing I'm listening to is the beat. Mm-hmm. Do I like the beat? And then do I like the hook and chorus? Right. right? And if I really fuck with an artist, I'm going to listen to the entire rap, right? Like mm-hmm. overanalyze what it is that they're saying. But I think... Artists nowadays, nowadays, when mm-hmm. they use drug like culture in their raps, yeah, unless they're using it metaphorically, you know, to like whatever, yeah, it's it's la- it's lazy, like it it's just, is. It's just lazy writing. It, yeah. it feels like it's easy to sprinkle in there because yeah. you know people are gonna hear it and it's gonna be catchy. But saying like Molly Perkins said over and over yeah. again, it's lazy writing, it's but it just sounds lazy. catchy. Yeah. So <laughs> I think what it boils down to is that like, you need to challenge these people to be. Right.
3: A little bit more creative. Right. right? Yeah, like,
0: I agree on that. Yeah. And then, Ryan, any thought, final thoughts on this?
3: Uh, no, not, not much more to say based on what he said. But, right, right. Um, yeah, I feel like we're in a culture where it, everything happens so fast. Yeah. Like, there's songs that, you know, comes out in, in a week or two weeks, they're old. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think we've, we've developed, a I guess, like a, a new expectation of music that mm-hmm. – it's actually hard to keep up with what's current now because just people's attention spans are so much shorter. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a song like, like Molly Perkins says when Future Fe- saying that over and over again. Like that, that's, people are, people are, are so simplified now with mm-hmm. what they want in music mm-hmm. that they don't even care about content anymore. Right. So it's like if you're talking about drugs and you're talking about sex and guns, all that kind of stuff, like that, that's what they want to hear because people don't want to think. Like, mm-hmm. people don't want the Kendricks and all that. Like, people don't want to think. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's stupid as fuck, yeah, but it's, it's people insane. don't want to think. Yeah. And those same people that don't want to think are the people that are doing the drugs and doing all that, all that kind of shit mm-hmm. because it's, it, it speaks to them very simply. Right. So. It's unfortunate, but I mean, yeah. but I don't think it's anything changing anytime right.
0: soon. Right, and, and I understand that too, man. It's especially shame, for
3: millennials. Man. Yeah, especially
0: <laughs> not even millennials. I was well, actually, yeah, yeah, millennials, but people also people who were born like after 2000 as well. Yeah. I think like they're next, right? They're yeah, next yeah, in that yeah. boat. So from like 96 to like 03, no, like that, anyone
3: that's in high school with Instagram right now is dead, done for. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, yo, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> that's ah. why that's a whole, nother topic, that's a whole, that whole other topic. Like, whole like, other <laughs> topic, man. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, listening at home, what do you guys think? Um... Could this have been prevented? Should there be more of a dialogue exchange within drug use and hip-hop and also the over-commercialization of it in this current generation? Let me know your thoughts. Hit me up at cool underscore radio or DM underscore cool. And final topic of Trip Talk, we got to get into this Nicki Minaj um, uh, magazine cover, actually. So she was on the magazine cover of Paper, basically. Yeah, you and y'all, okay, um, yeah, you keep, you, you, keep okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. And basically, it was a picture of Nicki Minaj. It was uh, a... She was half naked, basically. Like, she's like, <laughs> she, was, she was pretty naked. It was very yeah, pro- provocative, basically. Okay, you'll, okay. you'll see what I'm checking out okay. in a minute. But basically, that's what she looked like as Ryan takes a gander at the picture right now. And my question is, actually, even before I get to my question, <laughs> he has to zoom in. <laughs> before I get into the question, um, so a lot of people were speaking about it, and the whole thing was, oh, break the internet, basically. And one person in particular who spoke out against it was Eve. And mm. I found it very ironic for, for Eve to speak out against it because she had a past as a stripper, basically. Mm. So it's very ironic. But nonetheless, she basically said that right now it's not something that she would do because she knows how much power uh, that she has as a role, as a role model. And okay. she felt like Nikki should be a bit more cognizant of that. Right. Um. My question is, and I've asked this question before on my show, and also I think I asked this question on on your podcast like as far as the we-need-to-talk uh, question uh, forum. Do you feel as though... The stripper complex, you know, is more prevalent in female on the female side of rap more so than it has been in the past.
3: Are you only saying that because of the boy that yellow craze right now?
0: Not even, not even just like, that. Like even before, even before like, Cardi B or what have you. I just feel like every every female rapper in the mainstream, at least, not even on the underground scene or like the internet scene, but on the mainstream side of things, radio play. It's like either. The, she's marketed as like a, a stripper or a provocateur of sorts or had a legit stripper past like hmm. uh like what's her face? Um the one that married the Kardashian family. What's her name? Diamond or Black oh, China. Black yeah, China yeah, 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 yeah. Her yeah her, yeah her Diamond. Um but yeah like do do you feel like that the stripper culture is more prevalent than ever in hip hop culture, especially on the female side of rap within the mainstream? Uh
3: I don't know if it's I don't know if it's that specific to rap right now, but mm-hmm. I think it's more prevalent just in society right now that you know, escorting and stripping is like is like popular now. Yeah, like, now like it's, it's celebrated. It's a, it's a thing. Like, yeah, it's like, and like, bro, and that's what I mean. Like I women feel like don't want to work. Like <laughs> no, like there's a, not all women. Yeah, it. like yeah, women yeah. That, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. I was gonna say be careful. <laughs> the women that are deciding to be strippers and escorting. Stuff, yeah, it's like that type of culture. Like they don't want to work anymore. Like, right, it's like. If I can just work do yeah, yeah, work traditionally, yeah. They're they're working. Yeah, they're no, working. They working, they're working. Work, but, work, work, <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, like it's it's become very popular to like get fake ass, fake titties. Like it's mm. it's big now. It's like get fake ass, get fake titties, yeah, escort, make some money, find a guy. Like now it's just it's kind of infiltrating rap more. Yeah. Because rap is so pop rap is so pop popular now that yeah. more women are deciding to rap that happen to have those past as well. Right. So they're like, well, why don't I use this to brand myself now? Because mm-hmm. already popular. Mm-hmm. People already know I strip. People already know this is, oh, now I rap, and I'm the strip. They're stripping yeah. the stripper rapper. Like, it's it's become like a a fad thing kind of thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's just another trend in hip-hop, yeah, it looks but, like. Mm, I don't know if it has anything to do with it, it being more specific to rap or just the culture right now is just more right. accepting of that kind of shit now. So.
0: Right. Uh, more. what do you think?
1: Um, You know, I just think that it comes down to the fact that sex sells. Mm-hmm. Right. There's always going to be people out there that's going to indulge in that shit. Right. Uh, obviously, you know, men are going to be into that stuff heavy. Of course. Um, but it's interesting. I'm like, I'm in a role where I can kind of see more nowadays, which gender is consuming a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. It's- it's more women that are looking i'm at not success. surprised at all yeah a lot of people are surprised when i tell them that it's it's more women that mm. are looking into this stuff more than men yeah and more often than not it's because they're looking at like the beauty standards that are being set and they're comparing sure. themselves which naturally happens sometimes but if i don't know like it just like anything else it, it can always be a problem mm. depending on how it's portrayed or what's going into it yeah i thought it was funny that Eve says something, yeah, yeah. about it because she, she had a history in the past before. There's right. nothing wrong with you know changing. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure she's changed. Yeah, yeah, I can't say you can't change, um, but at the same time, I'm not, the, I'm not gonna, I'm not the person to you know, uh, like shit on someone like Nikki or any of these girls who are doing the shipper strip, culture thing. Yeah, because I understand that some of them, I'm not gonna say all of them. Mm-hmm. The only reason I kind of fuck, with, well, I fuck with Cardi B mm-hmm. is because. Like, she's ver- she was very transparent with mm-hmm. why she did everything that she did. Right, right, right. right? Which I respected. Yeah. Right? Like I I have I know a background for her. Some yeah. people are uncomfortable divulging where they're at. But she's like, yo, I did this because of the situations I was in. Yeah. I did all that. And she salivorous. She bared off, basically. And, I, and I, 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 I forget all the time that she's my age. Right? Yeah. So the way that she acts is probably no different than how I would act if I got a lot, like, Money like she got money. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I, I probably, you know, invested some shit. But yeah, of I mean, course, of course. The way she asked is like no different. She, as yeah. soon as she got money, she's like, yo, the first thing I'm doing, fixing my teeth. Because I was like, yeah this shit. Like, all those things that she yeah, says, yeah. I'm like, yo, okay. So, yeah, I don't know. It it just comes down to the fact that sex sells, really.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah I think that's just the the general underlying underlying theme to it all, basically. Now, for me, like, I'm going to pin this down more so on Nicki because it's specifically about Nikki, I feel like she's kind of doing two things right now. First thing for sure I know what she's doing Versus the second thing It could be 50-50 But the first thing is this I feel like Nikki is kind of Getting back into a space Where she's almost Contradicting herself mm. Because she always wants People to take her seriously As an artist As as a rapper basically But then she'll do stuff To kind of divulge Away from the music And it's like Okay well You want to take Your music seriously But you're doing the Things outside the music That may just mm make us consider you something that, that you're not or something that you want us to, to consider you as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so you're a rapper, but then you also want to be like the sixth symbol as well. So do you want to take you seriously as a rapper or do you want us to view you as this black Barbie that you've been portraying and marketing to I us for the last both. seven years? Yeah, but like I feel like she doesn't know how to find that yeah. balance though, right? And like, even within her music, it's very derivative. It's, it's always like, look at my ass, look at my tits, look at my ass, look at my tits. It's like Lil Wayne with, I like eating pussy, I like eating pussy, I like eating pussy, pussy, pussy. We get it. We get it. We we, we get it, right? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we need to see more from you, right? And then the other thing is, if you guys don't know, like her brother just got convicted uh, for, for raping an 11-year-old child, basically. Yeah, so, so he's getting life imprisonment. So I think this cover story Came out very timely. Like, I'm sure she did a shoot like months ago and what have you. But, like, it's very timely to that situation as well. So, this coincidentally could be used as a distraction to take focus off of that and put more focus on her, basically. So, I just feel like going back to Nikki and what have you. I feel like just focus on the music. Mm. Focus on the music and let that, let that be the standard that we judge you upon. We know about all this and all that. Like, you've had work done. We get it. We know, we've been knowing for seven years, yeah, boo-boo. Yeah. Like, we get the picture like we already. Got, we've seen the body. Yeah, yeah like we've we seen got, the body. Like, what you're showing us on that, on, that, on that cover, it's nothing that we haven't seen before. Nothing. It's just done in a different way. You know what I mean? Yo, to be,
1: to be completely honest, you know, all it, all it really does is desensitize me. Like right. when I see the shit like that Like it, I'll, yeah. be, I'll be brutally honest Maybe yeah. when I was younger Like yeah. in my fucking near the, My Yeah teens, like teens yeah. When I saw Nicki Minaj I'd be like oh my god like, Yeah like I'm a, teen, <laughs> I'm a teenage boy That's how I'm yeah. gonna react But now at this point Like the fact that I just See this shit so often Yeah I look at that cover And there's no part of me That goes holy fuck You know what I mean Yeah like, I'm, okay. I'm not like jumping out of my seat I'm just yeah. like Oh, okay. She's naked. Right? Yeah. But, Again. And Again. another news: and I, the sky is blue. <laughs> I, I keep it. I keep it moving. Like. Yeah. Yes, we're men. We like seeing, you know, naked women. not mm-hmm. oh, men, but you know what I mean. But right, it's just right. Like, <laughs> yo, like I. I don't know who you're doing this for at this point. Yeah, maybe okay. are you are you doing this for the teenage voice,
3: or are you doing it? Like who's your audience right who's now? Yeah, who is your audience? Anyone like that, anyone that anyone that's grown, like anyone that's grown up with Nikki, mm-hmm. like we've all seen it. Yeah, like, who's your audience at this point? Exactly. Right now? Like you're not, not you got to re- grow out of the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, you're basically, rebranding to us. Yeah, we've been there. Like,
0: like John Cena can't be the Doctor of Thugonomics forever. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you got to like, grow out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I just wish that she would kind of grow. Because right now it's just a gimmick. That's all yeah, it is. It takes away from the music. Like right like now. You look like a sideshow. We want to hear the so-called MC that you keep talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, give us an MC. We have yet to hear a classic record from you. And you know what? The joke know. is, the joke is, all these Barbie fans, whatever. The first track they always mention is "Monster," yeah. but that record was seven years no, ago, no, 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 and it was true. a verse on she someone sh- else's record. <laughs>
1: and and that verse, Kanye made her rewrite it like ten times. Yeah, like, she talks about. It. She's like, Kanye was like, "Yo, it's trash. Keep rewriting it." Oh, <laughs> like, he literally said that. She, because she wrote it and he's like, no, it's not good enough. And it, it happened 10 times. Yeah. Right? So, look, as far as I'm concerned right now, Cardi's killing her in terms of rap. Oh,
0: right? yeah, and popularity and what terms have of you. Popularity, yeah,
1: but I think. If I was just to go off Of what I can think of In recent times Yeah I would pick Cardi To beat her in a rap battle I know it's a hot take Right But I haven't seen anything From Nicki in the longest Yeah time. Like, like, are you, What are you focused on? Is your craft weaker now? Yeah focusing on it?
0: Like no frauds Was like here and there for me And then the other uh, Other tracks she released As well during that time Or just whatever for me as well And if you ask me I feel like The moment a rapper Like still the product Comes into the game And, and goes mainstream I think at that point It's going to be a rap for Nicki Because that woman can rap her ass off If you never heard her music before but yeah going back to Nicki man like this this paper album or magazine cover mm-hmm. here today gone next week that's yeah. that's my opinion it's, on it
3: basically yeah we've she, seen already, already this before we've covers, seen you pull like, the
0: rabbit out of the hat like show me something new come David on, Blaine yeah. like come on now <laughs> But on that note, what do y'all think? Barbies, if you're going to get mad at me, I get it. It's cool, but let me know what your thoughts are. Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Flashback Flashback Friday track of the day. And for that segment... We got to go into um, what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. We got to get into some drizzy, man. So this one came off of his 2011 album, Take Care. And this was the lead uh, single off of that album, which is called Headlines. So when we come back, we do have the Wankster of the Week. So keep it locked. Yo. Welcome back to the show, people. Once again, it's your man, DM Cool. And this is Cool Radio. I still got my man's We Need to Talk podcast in the building. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we were at that final segment of the show. We kind of went into the overtime stage, but it's all good because the dialogue was that strong. So on that note, uh, here we go. <clears throat> Who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been crowned the captain of coonery this week? <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, it is time <laughs> for a wankster of the week. <laughs> wankster, you need to this week's Wankster of the Week goes to. <laughs> <laughs> Too rude. I know, right? <laughs> This week's Wankster of the Week goes to none other than fellow trap baby, Triple X on. I'm surprised I said that right. Now, he's getting the Wankster of the Week because he got into an altercation with allegedly one of the members of the Migos or their entourage of some sort. And basically this all stems from the fact that he was trying to slide into the DMs of one Cardi B who has been recently engaged to, I believe, offsets uh, of the Migos, essentially. Hmm. So what happened was he uh, was threatening to sue the Migos for the altercation. Sure, fair, mature. But now he's switching it up and saying how he wants to do a celebrity boxing match with one oh, of the members oh of the Migos. <sighs> I was going to say that, you know, at least one of these trap babies is doing something mature and taking the legal portion of this and going that route. But then when I hear about a celebrity boxing match and what have you, it's like, What are you really trying to do? Like, get your priorities straight. You've already been having boxing matches with your pregnant baby mama, so there's no reason why you need to get into a boxing match with somebody who's going to whoop your ass twice over a girl that's not even yours. You already have someone I know who's carrying your child, yet you want to play foxy boxing like it's Rock'em Sock'em 98. What I'll say to you is this, Mr. X-Tentacion. First of all, stop stealing your names from, from recipe books. Secondly, <laughs> stop shaving your eyebrows because you're out here looking like a Simpsons character. Oh. Thirdly, you don't have enough room on your face for any more tats because right now you're looking— Flame lo- him! You're lo-
2: <laughs> Flame
0: <laughs> him! Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, right now you're out here looking like a bootleg version Lucas Noguerin. That's not even a good look neither.
2: Ooh.
0: And fourthly, I'll say this, man. You are the direct reason why it is bad to do drugs, okay? Oh, my God. You know those commercials from 1994 where it says, this is your brain on drugs. This is what happens, <laughs> and this is what happens. You are that brain that got roasted and toasted and fried into oblivion, and that is your face, and that is actually what's happening inside your head right now. So Damn. for you to do all these things, Matt, it shows that people in your camp don't like you. The friends who say that your friends are not your friends are very rotten people who are treating you bad. And thirdly... Whatever drugs you're taking, get off of them. Whatever drugs you need to be taking, get on them. But either way, get your priorities straight. Focus on your music, or at least focus on this battery and assault case that you have coming up right now. Because at the end of the day, if things aren't looking out for you, you're going to be ending up worse than Meek Mill. So you do deserve this Wax of the Week? Of course. I'm going to drop it on you one more time, just like this.
3: Gentlemen, your thoughts? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I... I... I am so busy. I haven't been following anything that's been going on in this fucking world right now. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So yeah, I I just I was actually just heard about this Mm -hmm. on on the podcast. I was listening to Joe Biden podcast, and uh, they kept saying that he got he got jumped or something Mm -hmm. like that. And uh, yeah, I one I don't know much about him. Two, Mm -hmm. I actually haven't listened to his music at all. Like XX Tintacion, whatever. I haven't listened to any of it. Me either. I haven't listened to any of his music. I heard he's good from what I've heard. I've heard he's good. I like, don't know who you're asking. I know. Mean, I don't, like. I've heard some, a lot of yeah. people say he has good music, but I, right. I don't know. I haven't given him the chance. Like, so I can't speak on that. But right, um, sliding in like it's one of those things. Like, if you're if you're just a regular guy, yeah, fine. But like, if you're at the status where like you're a celebrity, mm-hmm. like why you, why why bother? Like, Especially why? when you know she's taking you. Too. know. like yeah. you know, like she just made it public <laughs> and she's happy. Like. What what is the purpose? Right to, to be funny. Right to be funny because it's not funny because the man's gonna stab you. Like, right those man like yeah, it's not funny. The man's like that's not funny for real. You're, you're hitting on my wife. That's, that's, that's not funny. Yeah, it's, not, it's not even his girl more. That's his it's p- my, future yeah, like, wife. My wife. Like that's not a joke. Yeah, not, that's not a ha ha. Like you're
0: you're messing with matrimony at this point. Like
3: for what purpose? Like. Because you, and the thing is, one of those things like now that because social media is so huge, mm-hmm. people I feel are doing things because they know it's going to get out. Exactly. You know, if you DM Cardi B, mm-hmm. you know it's going to get out. You of know, of course. It's like, it's, unless you want the attention, which maybe he does. Yeah. But it wasn't, there's no way he was seriously like, let me see what she's going to say to me. Like, right.
0: Come on. Gee, I wonder what's going on. No, happen? you wanted you want Austin yeah. to see
3: this. You wanted him to act out. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to cause a problem. That's exactly. It. It's just attention. Yeah, it should disturb but, her. Yeah. yeah. Some more, your take
1: mm-hmm. on it. I wonder when Offset was whooping his ass. Do you think the other two were like having ad libs yeah, in the background? Rage out,
0: shot, shot,
1: beat him up. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> you can go Oh my Just god! Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> but you know what? Like, it, I don't know. I I always have an issue when people do problematic shit, and they're mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna sue you." It's yeah. like, Yo, you instigated this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, look. I'm not famous by any means, but it's like if someone was to DM my girl yeah, and I knew this person one of where if I see them on road, like, I'm going to say something yeah, be like, yo, don't DM my girl. Yeah. Right? Don't DM my girl. Like, you when know it, better. Like, come on. You now. know better. You need to stop this. But when, yeah. when you're at that level, mm-hmm. like, you're famous, like, these two. And, like, to be quite honest, I wouldn't put it past Amigos to do something. Like, yeah. I really wouldn't. Just because yeah. they, you know. They're always in a trio. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't ever think to myself, eh, maybe if I DM Cardi, Offset's not gonna do nothing. Like, yeah, he <laughs> looks like the type of dude that might at least slot the shit out of you. If yeah, you in the street. Right? I mean, so. he rocks a blouse, but he might have a mean right hook, so you never know. does, oh, <laughs> he probably does. So, I don't know when it comes to foolishness like that. He he's been on something like Triple. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say his full name, but he's yeah. been on something. He needs to get off of it. Yeah. He needs some milk. That's what he needs. He does, like man. there's a lot of things wrong with the boy. When I saw him shave off his eyebrows, I was like, Yeah, it's quiet for you. Like I, said, <laughs> I don't I don't have much more to say on this. Well. Oh
0: man, but nonetheless, yeah, that's that's my take on it. I mean, I've never listened to his music before, but I don't think I ever want to. To be honest, like he yeah. just looks like a ragamuffin, man. Like I've have, I have, yeah, no, like, Ragamuffin. Yeah. I haven't... I'm half Ghanaian, half Nigerian.
3: Dog, I haven't heard the word ragamuffin. Ragamuffin? Yo, I haven't heard that word since I was maybe six rag muffin
2: Yeah.
0: Yo, my grandma said, look, don't put the, you fix this up and you look like a rag muffin <laughs> But does it not look like a literal ma- rag muffin if you have to put a picture to, <laughs> to it? muffin right. <laughs> Yo, mean. I feel like I'm giving you like Vietnam flashbacks where you got your ass whipped or something like that. muffin <laughs> oh, You feel going like rag muffin <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, make up the most- Words. i hear you man shit but trust me i grew up around enough to make a stew best i already know but nonetheless we got to come to an end so gentlemen first and foremost i want to thank you guys for tuning in or coming in coming through or whatever thank great you. episode you guys were great i knew you guys would be great man um you guys are welcome to come through anytime doors are always open ryan you already know it's like your fourth time here
1: <laughs> but nonetheless uh before we go where can the people find you uh does the market do that i'm always talking Oh, yes. You can find our podcast, WNTT Podcast, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, you can find us at WNTT Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at TopBoy, T O P B Zero, the mm-hmm. number zero Y. Uh, post daily photography and videography
3: content. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just like to talk shit. So right, that's right. You can find me. <laughs> that's what's up. Uh, yeah, like you said, uh, WNTT Podcasts, uh, we are active every week posting videos posting updates posting questions there's discussions mm-hmm. um our discussions have gotten so interesting sometimes people fight with each other on our page which is great we just we just pre it's like dance <laughs> puppets dance dance <laughs> i don't know, if, <laughs> I don't know if people realize but we both run the WTT podcast page yeah. so we can both have access to that page right so we'll, we see them arguing we just both pre we just <laughs> we, yeah. we text each other like yo you see what these guys are going <laughs> off it's it's yeah. hilarious it's hilarious so yeah. keep, keep that up uh we we love the engagement um yeah, we'd we be taking this podcast further than I've, I expected in such a short time. And I, I right. love the fans that we've got so far, and the mm-hmm. feedback is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you can find me, Mr. KOA, on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, thank you for having us. All right, yeah. yeah. And once again, thank
0: you for coming through. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, next week we will be back on the air. I guess we'll, to be determined, so I'll keep you uh, updated on that. But nonetheless, you guys can find the show on Twitter at Cool underscore Radio. You can also find it on Instagram at coolradiocc. Facebook, Cool Radio CC, and our newly instu- instilled Instagram page at Cool Radio CC, and then find all full podcasts on soundcloud.com slash cool underscore radio dash one. Once again, it is DM Cool, and thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, Cool Radio is a division of Cool Click Media and Entertainment, reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies. Keep it gravy and wavy. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>